Welcome to the Labor Day weekend edition of the Hip Hop Rejects. I'm Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly in the wrist. We are all hip-hop podcasts. Everything we discuss on this podcast is related to the hip-hop culture. First, we want to uh, start the show out with just continuing to thank everybody out there. Uh, just continue to support the podcast with all the likes and the, and the reviews that we've been getting. Um, just continue to show the, show the support, um, spread the love, continue to tell everybody that you know about the hip hop rejects. And so we can just continue to grow and be, be even better podcast. Yeah. Just co-sign what royalty said. We just want to continue to thank y'all. Remember to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, social media, all social medias. We on Podbean, iTunes, we everywhere now. So, you know, just keep on doing what y'all doing. We're going to keep bringing y'all this high hip hop news. And as long as y'all loyal, we going to be loyal. Amen to that. All right, man. You know, what you been up to this week, man? Nothing, man. Chilling, man. Did a little barbecue. You know, out in this, this southern sun, standing over a hot flame. <laughs> yeah, so, man. I don't, I don't too much favor the heat. Summer, summer is cool and everything, but I'm more of a more of a winter guy myself. I like like I like the cold weather a lot better than I like the heat of the south. Honestly, I prefer to be living in somewhere like a like a New York or maybe in Cali somewhere where they got a cool breeze and by the ocean. I I I like like the spring weather where it's not cold but it ain't hot neither. So, you know, that in between Yeah, I was just about to say that that, that in between where it, you ain't gotta deal with the bugs and the pollen, but it's just you know, it's just right with a breeze. Right. <clears throat> But yeah, so man, uh, what you been uh, what you got in your what you listen to this week? Well, this week I've been doing a lot of throwbacks. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now in my car, I'm listening to an old school Cash Money mix. Did me a little Nas, you know, just keeping it old school. Yeah, me myself, dog. I've been uh, I've been most of the time. Shoot, my junk is on like a. Like a like a shuffle for the most part, because I got like an SD card reading the car, so I got that just loaded up with all my favorite all my favorite albums. The series we got probably went through probably about three albums this week. I've been listening to let's see, Yellow Wolf first album, Trunk Music. Uh, what else I had been listening to? I listened listen to Young Buck, and also last thing I was listening to in the car was oh yeah, the Jeezy uh Jeezy first album, The Motivation One on One. But mainly jamming that. You know what? I know it's a mixtape, but I look at Jeezy's first album being Trap or Die because it it was just like that's what put Jeezy on the map. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, I said yeah. That's very true. Trap or Die did feel like it's because the mixtape because the mixtape did so well. You know, you don't consider like his first album. Might as well say. Oh no! All right, man. So let's get into let's get into the meat of things tonight. Um, start off with some. Uh, this week wasn't really too 
too too heavy with a lot of with a lot of things going on in hip hop. <clears throat> Man, my voice is like really cracking tonight. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't there wasn't really too much going on in the in the world of hip hop and things of that nature. Um, we got a uh, boy J Cole with Four Seal Drive went platinum this week. Big ups and kudos kudos to him. One of those um, one of those albums that uh, is one is well deserved and two um, one of those rarities right now in the industry because a lot of people ain't going platinum lately. Joins that same club with uh with Drake because Drake went platinum last month as well with his album so. Yeah, Cold World. Shouts out to that cat, though, man. He he keeping it with the classic hip hop theme, and you know he do inspirational music, music to make you think, give you some self confidence about yourself. So shouts out to J Cole with that. For real. Let's see. Uh, also, we got um, we got a uh, Lecrae. Lecrae is working on on a documentary called The Unashamed World that basically what it centers around his entire 116 click. And if you guys don't know who the 1166 click 116 click is, it's uh comprised of Tadashi, Shobaraka, Trip Lee, Derek Minor, uh Andy Mino and K B. Uh and so it's gonna really be based around, you know, based around that journey. Uh just just leading up. I know I think I know one of the parts of the documentary they mentioned in the article, it was in relation to. It goes as far back as Lecrae when he was doing the cipher, the hip hop BT cipher, which is probably around about two or three years ago. So, it like looks like they've been filming. They've been filming this documentary for quite some time. So, uh, but it's due to be out on January 2016. So, I'm pretty hyped about that. I'm gonna definitely go check that out. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that, too. Um, I just came across Lecrae this year because of you. Um, back when we did the uh, Christian rap uh, episode. So um, I'm looking forward to it, too, because those guys were really spitting, and I like to see their journey to where they came come to now. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, also, in relation to 116 Click, uh, we got – the boy Andy Menio uh, was the ESPN held a a music kind of held like a tournament. Uh, basically, what it was the premise of the tournament was best walkout song tournament. Uh, it was basically best walkout song for Major League Baseball. Um, first round, Andy Menio. Uh, they basically his track was "You Can't Stop Me," which is off his Neverland Neverland EP. Uh, he defeated Taylor Swift, uh, Bad Blood, and he went on to round two to face Big Sean's Blessings record. And actually, he actually won the whole thing. And so basically, he had to, he has the best, his song, You Can't Stop Me, is actually one of the best walkout songs, you know, when, when the player, when the athletes hit the field. So big ups to Andy Mino for winning the tournament. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice shout out there, man. Um, yo, he beat out some tough artists, man. So that's what's up, man. To be a Christian rapper and he beat out all those artists he beat out. That's what's up. Yeah, it really just shows like the diversity of of music and, and things of that nature that, you know, other forms of media open their eyes up to other other forms of hip hop. All right, so Let's get into our top five rap albums on the Billboard this week. We got 
the guy that just went platinum, J. Cole, uh, with Forest Hill Drive at number five. We got Method Man, which the album I reviewed last weekend said the album was hot. Uh, it came in, debuted at number four with the Meth Lab. We have Future still holding the number three spot from last week with GS2. Uh, we got Drake at number two. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. And, of course, we got Mr. Dr. Dre himself with the Compton album still holding strong. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, man, I got to just say, like, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Dre, and I'm proud of Drake, and I'm proud of J. Cole, simply because, man, they, well, I can't say Drake classic hip-hop, but J. Cole and Dre, Dre, for one, being a pioneer in the game, and J. Cole, for two, you know, just like I said earlier, keeping it classic and keeping it purely hip-hop and leaving all the tomfoolery where it belongs. Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like that puts a lot of the, because, uh, of course, you know, you got, like, there's a lot of the young MCs coming in, you know, a lot of the stuff is, it's either, like, one-hit wonder or it's just lukewarm or just the distant the direction is not not where it needs to be um, as far as for the for the culture in hip hop. It's almost kind of like when it's almost kind of like when Jay Z announces or says he's about to drop an album. Like everybody, it puts everybody, you know, everybody you know gets in line when when, he, when he's about to drop an album, and everybody in the game you know got has to step their game because it's like oh man, Hole's about to drop an album, so. Same thing goes for like somebody like like a Dr. Dre, like everybody's you know stepping the game up, especially when you know when when the veteran steps in so and they drop an album. Righteous. All right, man. So this uh, Labor Day weekend was um, was Made in America Festival held in Philadelphia, uh, which is something that Jay Z uh, recently just music festival that Jay Z just started. Um, and so we got Mr. Meek Mills back in the media again. So basically what went down at the Made in America Festival was that he requested that his DJ stop playing Future during his set. Um, part of the, just to give you guys a good rundown or a synopsis of what the conversation basically, basically was saying that, basically telling his DJ to stop playing his music, you know, that it was, that it was hot shit. And he didn't want to play it, playing this music doing his set no more. So, and on top of that, you know, Meek was taking taking shots at, taking shots at Future. On top of that, so it's like thinking to yourself, like this man just got done getting his butt whooped by Drake, not even a month ago, and now he wishes to go in and throw shots at Future. Because it's, because this DJ is not playing, you know, his music during his set. Now, here's the thing about this with this whole thing with the DJ. Okay, I can understand if this is Meek Mill's DJ that he pays out of his pocket that's on his payroll and he wants him playing his music. Fine, you can yell and do whatever you want. But if this man is the DJ for the Made in America Festival and Rock Nation or Mr. Sean Carter himself, name is on this man check. Big Mills need to shut the hell up. 
because you have no hearsay of what this man, what this man can play during your set because you ain't paying. Him. So again, meet Melissa is in her feelings. So she decides to go out and attack someone else. And it's been a month since the Drake incident, so right around the same time, so I guess she on her period again. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> Perfect timing, huh? Yeah, I man. I don't see how Nikki deal with it. I don't know, man. Then on top of that, you know, uh, you know, he was in Philly, so you know, he probably was just trying to. You know, he's trying to act all, you know, act all hard when he was in his hometown, trying to trying to build his career back up after that after that debacle that he had with that with that track that he that he dropped during the beef with Drake. But in hindsight, though, man, like he can like if he if this turns into something uh, later on this week or even later on in the month, he can't afford to get into another beef with another rapper and get slaughtered again. Because if he does, man, it's probably going to be the end of this guy. Because he, you know, he claims to be a battle rapper and this and that. But, man, he ain't been winning no battles. I don't know what he He needs to grow them cornrows back to get his skills back. Or whatever he needs to do. Because he's been getting his ass whooped lately. What Ross needs to do is just pull this man to the side. And get him a talking to him. And let him know, like, at the last month's situation you need to sit down and chill out and stop getting in your feelings like real talk just let stuff ride because throwing shots at cats ain't really been working for you lately homeboy well my bad homegirl yeah that's not gonna be that ain't ain't gonna be a good look for him if he ends up getting if future comes if future class if future class back and destroys him it's gonna be it's not gonna be nice and I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki just drop him after that. Just hey, I mean, it it, it looked like this might happen. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Man, I mean, it's like it's almost kind of like you know how when you got the and you know it, you know he probably just feeling himself, man. He probably just feeling himself, you know. You get with a good looking, you get with a good looking chick, and you feel like you can take on the world and all this, all this other stuff. And you know, you you tend to you know speak out a little bit more. I want to you know, and like you got a little hair on your chest, and you know, he just feel like he because he got Nikki by his side, he feel like he could take on the world. Well, Nikki, you ain't never heard the story about dudes that feel like they could just take on the world or they could step to just anybody. Ten a lot of the time, they get their ass knocked out. Yeah. So, and you ain't got knocked out once. And next time come around, she probably go leave. Yo, what somebody need to do? Do the game a huge favor. Just go ahead, put him out his misery. Because meet Melissa is like an old dog that you just don't want lying around your house no more. Go ahead, somebody take him out in the woods, put the shotgun to his head, and go ahead take him out his misery because. The dude music suck, and he holler all day. He attacks people, and he doesn't back it up in the proper way. So, I mean, he okay, like so, an old dog. Okay, so I'm not gonna say that. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. Meat Mills music is not 
Some of his stuff is okay. Some of his stuff from his first album, okay. I'm, I'm going to say that. The second album, I haven't, like, to be honest, I listen to radio on, on, on occasion. And when I do cut it on, I don't hear none of his music. So I'm trying to figure out. I know he has an album out, but I'm like, what a, what single does he have? I know he has a song with with him and Nicki, but I'm like, I don't know if that's his song or Nicki's song. But I'm just saying, like, I, you know. I think, he needs his, to, I think he needs to just go, you know, just sit down and, you know, disappear for a while. Let let, let us wonder, you know, hey, where me where me meals at? Isn't it's his song, but Nikki make the song. Because you can't rap the way he rap and do a love song. It it just don't they this like this like Tupac getting on a bar. I mean, that's like Tupac trying to sing I Love You by Barney. <laughs> I'm serious and I'm not I'm not comparing him to Tupac, but I'm just saying you see the 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 comparison is if they just don't go together. Yeah him on uh yeah him yeah him on the I can't I couldn't never even first seeing him when he first came out, I could have never pictured him on a on a like a I guess a hip hop ballad. With you know, with Nicki Minaj, I just never pictured that. But I mean, you talk about he he talk about Drake being soft and stuff, you know. And look at the single you got out. Drake got the voice and style to do things like that. El Cool J could do things like that. You know, you got cats out there. Nelly can do things like that. You can't do them. Look at me. Where the advice on me? Leave. The the R and the hip hop R and B ballads to your homeboy, your, your home, the homeboy on your label, Omarion. Leave that to him. Let him do that. You you stick to whatever you do, which is we don't know right now. But stick to whatever you do. But let's move on. All right, man. Um, so with all the the biopics, with you know, straight out of Compton being so successful and was holding strong for I think was, what is it for about a month? I think it was done more in the box off by about three, four weeks. Yep. Um you know with Hollywood, you know they're going to get out of hand with the biopics. You just gotta see it coming. It's just like how it is right now with a lot of the superhero movies. I like those movies, but you know at the same time, you know, they, you know, people tend to, Hollywood tends to run when it, run with something, an idea when it's hot and they just overuse it so much. But that leads into my question. What would be some of the, what would be like, to see top 10 hip hop biopics you would want to see as far as artists and why? Okay. My number one will be Nas because to me, I don't care what a lot of people say as far as being an original MC, to me, Nas is still the best. And to see that he, like if you know and really listen to Nas music, he explains how he came up, you know, and he explains his intellect and stuff like that. So to see his story will be you know, would be eye-opening, in my opinion. May not be exciting with, like, a bunch of guns and stuff like that, dope sales and stuff like that, but it'll be something like, (laughs) 
some like Rain Man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I I think it. Um, that's why he would be my number one. Number two would be the Cash Money story because of the excitement of it, seeing how everybody came up. I mean, they kind of did their own biopic with baller blocking, but it really wasn't in depth. It was basically like almost a juvenile story. So um I would like to see that. Um number three, I would say I believe Hove can do a movie about himself, you know. Um number four would be the Master P movie. Then uh Tupac, which is supposed to be coming out. Um no, I would like to see I would really love to see a movie done on Russell Simmons' life. Now that's a life that should a movie should be made of because of all his accomplishments. As far as like all the other I don't think it's too many other well, tilt maybe, but as far as everybody else, uh I have to really just really, really, really sit and think about that. Okay. It's probably roughly about mm, probably name about six. Let's see, I can name probably a couple more I probably want to see. Um I would like to see a I'd like to see a biopic on Run DMC, which I actually think is probably I think it's time for a biopic on Run DMC. Somebody needs to well, anybody in that you know is related to Hollywood that hears this, y'all need to run with that one run with the run DM, run DMC biopic, like for real. I think that is, I think it's really, that group is so legendary. I think it's time for, especially when you still got the, you know, two members still, still alive and stuff like that. So, um, let's see, who else would I say? I would like to see an Outcast biopic. Just because that's one of my, it's one of my favorite, favorite groups. I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, what else would I would like to see? I would like to see, just to bring up one of the legends we brought up last week, I would like to see a two live crew movie biopic. I would like to see that too. Um, it's going to be X-rated. I know, dog, but you know, just to see, just to, just to kind of like hear all the crazy stuff that they went through and what they did, I think that would be very entertaining. Um, let me see. I'll name, let me see. I'll name two more. Um, I would like to see a Fuji's biopic. I would like to I would love would like to see a Fuji's biopic, but I would with the Fuji's biopic, I would want them to not to just certainly focus on the Fuji's. I would like it to, you know, branch off and actually show, you know, stuff with Lauren Hill after she left the group and then what the stuff that she went through. I'd like to see that. And the other one I would like to see Let's see. I would like to see um like to see a, a big pun. Big pun movie. I know his his um his track record as far as in his personal life ain't that great because I heard he, you know, was beating his wife and stuff like that, but I still would just like to see see how he came up because I, I know Fat Joe will probably have a lot of input on uh, on that particular project and I'd like to see that. That's what's up. That's just, you know, 
you hit on some artists I ain't even think about, like Pun. I ain't even think about Outkast, and you know, I don't know why somebody need to hit me in the head with a shovel. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I think oh, I. Oh, oh, here's one more though. And then when you when you say somebody hit you in the head with a shovel, and which somebody should we should, you probably should have thought of. I would like to see a LL LL Cool J biopic. Yeah, for real. Oh. And I know, and this one more artist, like his real life, I would like to say Eminem. Yeah, we can't. And you, well, the reason why I didn't say Eminem, and I thought about Eminem, the reason because then everybody probably out there that's listening will probably agree. A lot of us feel like 8 Mile was sort of his, it was his biopic. It was basically it was his biopic, even though like names were changed and stuff like that. And it didn't say, you know, but it was it was definitely his biopic. That was that was his, and he was you know being so fresh in the game when he was for him to get a movie about you know basically it was pretty much about his life how he how he came up into the, in the into the game and to a certain extent it kind of ended after you know the whole competition with the battle rapping and stuff like that. Um, but I think they probably could do probably will probably can go back and just do a strictly Eminem movie per se as well because you will I want to see like how he got the deal and stuff like that and you know going through going through the whole thing with rehab and getting off of drugs and um and also on top of that with his homie from D Twist, his best friend getting killed and all that type of stuff. So yeah, yeah, I'd probably say that too. Uh, now when I now when I think about you know everything they could probably 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 touch on in the movie, yeah. See, the main problem with these biopics would be is finding people to actually play these people, because not only would a would the actor have to be a good actor and look similar to the people, but they have to be able to have the skills to perform also. Yeah, it depends on it depends on the direction that they that they go in because even when like for example like with straight out of Compton, with straight out of Compton, it was a lot of the even Gary Graves said he like he got like a lot of fresh talent. He didn't want to get anybody that was that was well known. Shoot, even Ice Cube's son really like he had to work for that part. He didn't get the part just simply on the fact that you know that he was the son of Ice Cube. They put him through. He went through the same auditions that everybody else would have gone through to, to get that part. So I think even with a lot of the movies, the biopic of artists we just named, I think it would be a, um, I think it would definitely benefit from a fresh, fresh face and not somebody that's well known unless they really, really know what they're doing. Right, and like like Cube said, Cube said his son had to work harder, harder than anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, man. Okay, let's go into our to our next topic. Since it is, you know, the Labor Day weekend and, and things of that nature, like was like was like I said at the beginning of the podcast, wasn't really a, lot, a whole lot of too much going on in the game of hip hop and stuff like that. 
Um, everything is was kind of pretty much chill for the most part. Um, so we're going to talk about some of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. But then on top of that, we're also going to touch on some of the touch on some of the hottest records in the, from the from the summer. So Alright, so you want me to jump it off? Yeah. Alright. So my list is pretty long and in depth. But um I'm going to go ahead and jump it off. So, my number one greatest hip-hop album of all time, to me, is Illmatic by Nas. The album speaks for itself. It's pure hip-hop. It's, it's hands down, that's all it is, pure hip-hop. Um, number two would be All Eyes on Me by Tupac. And it's because I believe it was the album that just shot Tupac into the stratosphere. Yeah, it's very true. Very, very true. Number three would be The Chronic, Dre's first solo album, the introduction of Snoop Dogg. You know, it really, like, NWA introduced you to that West Coast vibe, but The Chronic brought that West Coast vibe into a broader broader spectrum. Um. Number four would be Me and My Radio by LL Cool J. That's because he the greatest of all times. As far as being a hip-hop artist, he set so many trends. You had cats dressing like him. The flow was there. And he got some classic hits on that, John. They're still being sampled to this day. Um, Number five, the Marshall Mathers LP. It was different. <laughs> that's all I can say. Yeah, that's very, that's very true. Marshmallow LP was very different. Um, let's see. It's, the song Kim. Yeah, Kim. Uh, what else, man? I am the way I am. I am the way I am. Stan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan, Stan is, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that album stuck out. Yeah, that album sticks out probably. That well, Kim sticks out the most because it was just man, nobody ever, nobody ever did anything. No, everybody's ever did anything till this till this day, like that, like that album, at all. Never, nobody has the balls to do do anything like that. The way I mean, he just went at everybody on that album. He went at his his wife, his managers. His, you know, the people at Interscope, his mother, well, everybody. He just really just went in the booth. He killed Dr. Dre. He pretty much he killed Dre on every album, but <laughs> he went in the booth. Dre was in the studio part, and he just stuck a middle finger up and just started rapping. That's how I feel to me. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, the Master Marshall Matters LP it introduced you to D Twelve. You didn't know they were D twelve at the time, but it introduced you to D twelve. Yeah, um, for sure. Number six would be Aquemini. Okay. Uh, number seven would be Black Star by Most Def and Tyler Quali. Pure hip hop. Okay. 
Number eight, Lupe's the cool. Number nine, college dropout, Kanye's introduction into the game, his debut album, which was crazy. To me, it's still college dropout is still Kanye's West best album to date. Uh number ten, the Fuji's the complete score. Number eleven, America's most wanted ice cube. Number twelve. Raising Hell from Run DMC. Number 13, Stank On You by Outcast. Um, number 14, Commons, first album, Common Sense. Uh, number 15, um, Three Feet High by De La Soul. Number 16, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Number 17, Straight Out of Compton, NWA. 18, Get Rich or Die Try, 50 Cent's Breakout album. You can listen to that album from front to back. And to this day, 50 Cent's best album. Uh, number 19, Born to Mac by Too Short. Number 20, Missy Elliott, Missy So Addictive. Just creative. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Let's, let's see. That's twenty. Okay, now, I don't think I'm gonna be able to roll out twenty. I'm think I'm gonna probably. I got five it. more. <laughs> you got five. Did you do the top twenty-five? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Let me go ahead and roll these off. Number twenty-one, Ti Paper Trails. Number twenty-two, Chris, Word of Mouth. Number uh, twenty-three, DMS is dark and hell is hot. Number twenty-four, The Ghetto Boys, We Can't Be Stopped. And number twenty-five. The one and only underground kings riding dirty. UGK. Man, okay. Sorry that list was that long. <laughs> Man, okay. Shoot. Well, just so y'all know, mine is going to be pre- basically freestyle off the dome because I didn't write any of this down. This is surely off, you know, as it comes to me what I feel like some of the greatest, uh, greatest uh, albums out there. Um, let's see. In no particular order, in no particular order, that means that one's greater or better than the next. But it's just the albums that I feel like these are like these albums are like great. Um, Fifty Cent, the massacre, I would say is one. Is on top of that with it's on. It's in the same realm of Gary's that trying for me. But the massacre is just—it was just—I don't—I don't know. I think a lot of the records on the massacre, it was like a front to back for me, as well. And it's always—it's always—I don't typically go back to get Richard Die Trying too much. I go always go back to the massacre for some reason. It just—I don't know. I don't know what it is about the about the about that particular album over over Get Richard Die Trying, but it's just like my favorite of uh, all the ones that Fifty Cent has done. Uh, let's see. Outcast, AT Aliens, which will always be my is my favorite and my first hip hop album I ever bought. So that's one that's definitely got to be on there. Um, you got man, I almost want to say like to be honest, I almost want to say like all the freaking Ludacris albums are my, like my favorite, but the ones that will probably stick out to me the most for Ludacris would be I'm gonna say Chicken and Beer. Wanna, yeah. yeah, would be one of the greatest albums of all time. Chicken and Beer is definitely one. Uh, let's see, 
who else I got? I got, um, I will also say, yeah, Miss Educational Lauren here would be one of mine as well. Man, did you know, like, just a, so on a side subject real quick, I think um, Miss Education has hit, like, some type of milestone. It was like a I think it's like, is it like 19 million albums? Or it's something like that that I read somewhere that, that no female artist has ever sold that many, that many albums, like till like till this day. Because it was the album, of course the album is still selling to this day, but it's like she's hit like some type of like crazy milestone that I read about. I thought I'd bring that up. Okay, that's what's up. So shouts out to Lauren Hill for that accomplishment. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, see, Missy, Missy is another one, man. It's like I, actually, I really want to put down all the albums on there because I have all of them and I love all of those albums. Um, but I would say for for Missy, let's see, out of all of the ones, man. Okay, I don't know if I want to do Under Construction or do I want to do? You know what? I'm gonna go with Super Duper Fly. Her first album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Super Duper Fly on this one. Hey, speaking of Missy on a side note, uh, I got all her CDs as well, but a song that doesn't get much credit to me of hers is Lick Shots. Oh, boy, boy, man. <laughs> Lick Shots. That's, if you guys have never heard Lick Shots, it's on the end of... If you want to just hear like a snippet of the track itself... Is at the end of you it's go. Your freak you can, on. Yep, it's on the end. It's like at the very end of the video. It comes in at the very end. No, her flow was so stupid on there, and like you don't see too many guys out there like spitting missy verses. But the way she did it, it all jumped off. You know, it's it's stupid, and I don't want to say the verse because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> but yo, it's it's a it's a hot track. So, you know, but finish yeah. your list, man. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got, man. We got uh, another one of the great albums that I would that I would put on the list. And a lot of people from the South probably may not be too hip to it or however, whatever, but got to say it. The boy passed Troy. We ready. I would say face off. Yeah, I would say yeah, face off is one, but I'm like, um, but we ready, yeah, yeah, because it's like I, I'm trying to think, or oh, is it? When I, yeah, we ready. And I am DSGB. I am DSGB is another one, but we ready because it was just like ain't no more playing GA was you know that was the like Eni had to be from Georgia and you were walking around singing the song. <laughs> Boy, like, man, we used to hit the, you you know, back when we was growing up, man, we used to hit, you boy used to hit the, hit what well, we, and those who, who listen to this, when you hit the skating rink, Roller World, and you would hear on Saturday nights, you would hear nothing but Pastor Troy being played. That's how I got on the Pastor Troy, to be honest. I, that's all that, that's all the DJ out there played was Pastor Troy. So, and then yeah, was, he was close to our age when he jumped off 
Like for somebody that was at the time 16 years old and the hottest rapper in the game basically was Master P for you to come out at 16, you unknown and attack P like you did, you know, that was just, I got to say it, those were just big nuts. You had balls, my dude, and you did that. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Who else? What else? What else? Who else? I'm trying to think. I'm thinking what's in my, thinking what's in my catalog right now. That's, um, yeah, I would also say Tupac All Lies On Me just because it's one of the, you know, double album. People rarely, rarely ever do double albums at all anymore or hardly ever. Um, you got, of course, I would say, I would say Biggie, Biggie's first album. Ready to Die. Yep, Ready to Die. Um, with that, man, it was just, like I, like I probably said on one previous episode, like with Biggie, I didn't really get, I, you know, Tupac fan, of course, but like with Biggie, I didn't really get the whole hype behind Biggie in the beginning, just growing up. And even, you know, I was, you know, I was into hip hop even when he was alive and all of that, but I just didn't really didn't get the get the what people were so fascinated about with Biggie. But once I saw Notorious and just saw how he came up and just like the flow and all of that, that that's what that's what got me hooked on it. And then going back to hear that first album, I was like, Okay, I get it now. So yeah, that'll definitely be one on my definitely one on my list. Uh, let's see what we got. See my boy Jeezy, the motivation one on one. Definitely one of definitely one of my favorites. That that whole that 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 album itself for me chronicles a whole summer of craziness in my freshman year in college. So. Yeah. I would, that would definitely that that's definitely on the list. Um, see what else? What else? Who else I got? It's kind of hard to think of some of the people on top of top of my dome right now. I want to say this, but that's probably all I can think of. That's all I can think of right now, as far as just 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 currently right now that I can think of. As far as as far as artists go, um, oh no 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 no, change that. Um, some more is coming to me. Um, the game. Let's see, I have the games album. I'm gonna say documentary. It's one of my favorites, and then also there's another another album. That I cannot think of the title of, which I'm surprised that I can't right now. Um, that ain't gonna make me look it up. Bear with me for a second, guys. Hold on a second. I really got to pull this up real quick. Well, while you pulling that up, another album just came to mind, and it wouldn't be on a lot of people's list that's not from the South. But it, I don't know, know why I didn't put it on mine. But Paul Wall and Chameleon, they'll get your mind correct. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. 
that 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 one album itself, shoot, I don't even know what the to be honest, I don't even know what the regular version of that album sounds like because <laughs> guess what? I've only listened to the album Chopped and Screwed. I've never listened to the album just regularly, never. And when the times that I tried to, it didn't sound right. So I've only I've only listened to the album Chopped and Screwed. That's when I first ever heard tracks from it. It was Chopped and Screwed the entire time. Well, I prefer the album in its regular version. That's the version I have. Um, coming up, I was I li- I like Texas music, but I wasn't a big Chopped and Screw fan except for the mixtapes. When they were doing their regular albums, I preferred the regular version of their albums, but I like the Chopped and Screw mixtapes that they did. Man, I preferred a lot of shit. I preferred a lot of the artists out of uh. I was wishing I was a lot of, I preferred a lot of them chopped and screwed. I know most of the time when they came to, you know, Mike Jones early mixtape stuff, I preferred that boy, I preferred that boy chopped and screwed more than anything. I did not want to hear his regular voice. I didn't want to hear nothing from Mike Jones. When I think of Texas artists that I like, it's basically Lil Flip, um, Boss Hall, Paul Walk, me in there. Um, you know, pretty much um, ESG. Uh man, it's, it was so many artists. Uh, Fat Pat, yep. Big Mo, uh, yeah, yep. Hulk, uh, Hulk, yeah, Lou Hulk, rest in peace. Uh, you know, and my first introduction to Texas music was UGK. So, you know, I, I mean, that's what put me on to them. And you know, I heard Master P and Ghetto D talking about DJ Screw. So, you know. I had folks down in Texas, so I was like, who is who is DJ Screw? And they started sending me tapes, and then they started sending me CDs. So I was like, oh, okay. And that's how I got introduced to um, Chameleon. And I was like, yo, who is this cat? And I was like, so when I had the regular versions of their music, and I heard Chameleon there, I was like, yo... And then I thought Paul Wall was black up until I finally saw the cover of Get Your Mind Correct. I'm like, who this white boy with a grill and braids? <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's so true. That's so true. About that. Uh, yeah, that was definitely the same, man, because I was constantly listening to to a lot of screw music. And I wouldn't, I mean, the, thing, and the crazy thing is I didn't know who a lot of anybody. I just know I liked it. I just like it was just different for what was going on, what was going on at the time, and and I started to realize when it was like he was like saying, you know, this chameleon color changing click and all this. And I'm like, what's this chameleon dude? So and I think because top of that, I mean, the name chameleon is is pretty, you know, tight uh, rap name to be named as an MC is chameleon. So not even to not even to to talk about this this book Chameleon. Now, if a lot of you guys, if you have not gone to Chameleon, you only heard just you know like the riding dirty, his his main his major mainstream stuff. You guys are doing yourself a straight up disservice if you don't go out and go check out a lot of Chameleon now mixtapes. And he has a lot of mixtapes. So just to give y'all an example, um uh, he has on, I want to say it may be Mixtape Messiah. Seven? No, not seven. It's early. It's like four. Um, fire Drill. 
Fazio, he raps like every single artist in the game. I'm talking about from E-40 to Jay-Z. And he's he's flowing and sounding just like them. Yeah, he did that. And then, you know, the first mixtape, Messiah, it was just, oh, my God, man. Three CDs of just destroying one person. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's like, man, it's like, man, you think like you think like some of these diss tracks that they come out with now with nowadays or something like imagine a rapper you know disliking another rapper so bad that he makes a whole three disc mixtape about him and then on his first album his first mainstream album that he did the sound of revenge the boy had a song with killer mike and pastor's choice southern takeover oh, like man. that was one of my favorite songs for real yeah. But one of the mixtape songs they had, I think it was comedian there, Paul Wall, and um, what's the what's the cat name? And Magno. Oh yeah, Magno. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he jumped it off. If you're a hot girl, if not girl, can't be touching on my hot spot girl or running with <laughs> Michael Watts girl. The the boy is just stupid, man. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Man, I'm gonna have to put up for for all of you all of you guys that haven't heard a lot of the a lot of the stuff from you know a lot of the cats that are from you know Swisher House, you know from Texas hip hop and stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna post some stuff on that keep you guys eyes on on the Facebook page and the Twitter on and on Twitter as well. We're gonna I'm gonna post some stuff up there for you just for you guys that you know that may not be able to get your hands on certain things. I want to share that with you know share that with you guys because it's some some great music. Um, nope. But back to nope. what's up? Oh, uh, I often say you know what, royalty. You know what sucks is that while we were coming up, there was these big hip hop festivals that we weren't old enough to go to, like Freak Nick and the Kappa Beast Party. And it was like once we well, got well, okay, <laughs> uh, I've been in Texas for a minute, and I got to go to the Kappa Beast Party. Like right the year before they disbanded it, I got a chance to go. Uh, so I, I, I can, I can. That's on my book list. I can say I did go to them. That scratched on my book list, but no Freak Nick. I never got a chance to go to. No, nah, they cut out Freak Nick like before we even made it to junior high school. So yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> what so, yeah. But let's get back on the main topic. All right. Oh, yeah. The album that I was thinking of from the game was the Doctor's Advocate. Doctor's Advocate, very very good album from the game, one of my favorites um, as well that he that he's that he's come out with. Uh, let's see who else I got, man. Who else? Um, Red Man and Method Man, the Blackout, one of yeah. my favorite one of my favorite greatest hip hop albums of all time. Love that album. Rockwilder was jamming, jamming, jamming track. Yo, uh, who, I'm trying to think. It was another song on that album that I'm trying to remember the name of. The Rockwild was jamming. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Dang, what's the name of that song? Or was it on the High High soundtrack? Probably good. I never heard, I never even heard too many tracks from the High High uh, soundtrack. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, finish your list, man. I keep on interrupting you. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got, man. Um, 
course, well, Kanye Tudor, um, college dropout, definitely one of my favorites. Um, a lot of, I know a lot of us out there kind of, you know, still wish for the old Kanye to come back out. I mean, he is some of it. It's coming. It's coming back. Um, uh, it's coming back all day. The track he has all day is out right now. That's 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 a good sign, and you know, he got the he's getting that swagger back like he used to like he used to have. Um, another one of my favorite albums. This is another. This is a double album. The Blueprint Two. Jay Z. I man, I can listen to that album over and over again. And on top of that, people still don't know to this day that on on the curse it's a as a track that he talked about Nas and he didn't even nobody ever never thought or knew that he clarified it as a diss track, but he was straight up dissing Nas on it's a record that's on the on the on the side of the curse um uh, of the album that he was talking about Nas. And he it was it was it was all day it was a diss, but nobody a lot of people don't even don't even catch it as it's a diss to Nas. Um Let's see what else. I want to say that's probably that's probably it. My my immediate list of my immediate list of my greatest greatest albums of all time that I can that I can really think of right now. That's a nice list. It's it's so many of them out there, man. You you feel like that? I don't know, man. Like my list, I feel like it's incomplete. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I know, man. It's like you could probably go on and on and on with you know some of your favorite you know albums. You can just pop in and it just you know a lot of time with like the greatest you know with your, with your greatest albums of all time, especially some of your favorite albums. You know, a lot of a lot of albums kind of like put you in that place where like kind of like when you first heard it. And you start to think like, oh man, I was doing this at this time, or I was here, you know, going through this at this time. So you know, they hold a special place for us, especially you know a lot of the favorite albums that we got. Yo, I can't believe I forgot this album, Busta Rhymes when disaster strikes. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're right, Busta Bust, yeah, yeah, extinction. Oh, yo, yeah, oh no, no, let's let's talk about extinction level of event. Oh yeah. <laughs> That album, I felt like, man, I feel like this boy released like every song off that album. Yeah, he did. <laughs> man, Buster came out with so many singles, but the videos, dude, like I watched, I saw one of the videos about, I want to say about a week ago. Um, is it? Is it? Um, what's the name of it? when he be when he's a uh, show enough in the video? That's just like I was just like. Oh, what's the name of that song? Um, is it serious? Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, man, I watched that. I saw that video when I was when I was surfing, surfing the, uh, surfing on the TV and stuff. Man, I saw it. Man, I was like glued to the TV. It's just like I couldn't help but have a grin on my face when I when I was watching it because it was just like, man, this is what videos used to be like. Yo, this boy, I, this boy, this boy was dressed up as everybody in the video. I mean, he uh, like video wise, when it came to Buster and Missy, 
Like, I don't think nobody could touch them with the creativity they, they put in their video. Like, the older Buster got, it went more away from that. You know, the more the older he got, but like, that was just Missy's tagline. Her videos got to be stamped. It's going to be creative. Like, Buster's last real creative video was Break Your Neck. Yeah, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, and that was dreaded up, Buster. When Buster cut the dreads off, it was man, it was like you know, it was almost kind of like uh, that man, was the, the death Buster, of an era. But Buster, man, that the, you know, the dreads, man, it was like it was almost like Samson, dude. It was like, man, you cut the hair off, man, he lost his power, man, he cut them dreads off. I felt he like he just lost his appeal. He was just, he had a fade. You just like every other dude in the game, pretty much. Yeah. That's what that's But he what, still came with some hits, though, like Make It Clap, Remix. Yeah, he came, he came with that. And um, what's the um, other what's the, the what's, the, what's the other record that he did, like 90 million remixes for? Um, Touch It. Oh, yeah. It had, Touch it. Like, they had like 90 million people on it. Um, and that one. Yo, Papu snapped on one of those remixes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he did. I remember I had like a, I think I had like a CD with like all of the, all of the different, what you call it, all the different versions, all the different. I remember I had, I heard, remember the one. Everybody remembers the one with DMX on it. Yeah, everybody remembers the one with Mary J. Bust out flowing on it. Oh yeah, that's the one that Papoose was on. Yeah, and you maybe got. I might have to go back and listen to that. Just to, I might have to load. I might have to load that one up later on tonight just for just for nostalgia. Um, but yeah, man, I feel like he like when he cut the dreads. I feel I feel like he got lost. I mean, he you know he came with it on a couple, you know, features and stuff like that. No, kind of think of Buster though. Um, do you listen to Tech Nine at all? I do. I listen to a lot of Tech Nine. I know a lot of people when they see Tech when the people think about Tech Nine or see Tech Nine, they 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 prejudge the man before they listen to his music. That boy is. You and I know you like lyricism, like you know, like cats like Twister, Buster, of course, stuff like that. If you haven't listened to Tech Nine Dog, go listen to him. I can give you, I can give you some examples, some albums to go listen to, and you'll be like, "What? What? Why have I not found this?" All right, you know how to send that to me. Yeah, you need to go check out Tech Nine Sixes and Sevens. That is. Because okay, he has a track, and I, this is, I'm gonna send you that track first, uh, called "Worldwide Choppers." And you okay. know what? And you know when they say choppers, it's all these boys on. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of rappers from all over the world that are on this record that are twisting and bust the rhymes. This boy goes in and starts to stutter purposely doing the rap. Yeah, I gotta hear that. Yes, I, I I will definitely send this to you once we get done recording the park. I got to send you that. I mean, that is crazy. And you know, um, another one was when Eminem and Fifty Cent them did Hail Mary, and Buster got on there and just like Ja Rule, a lot of people killed you, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of tracks that people just always went in on John. So, all right, man. So, we could probably go on and on about you know 
I think when we do like these, do like the list, I think we should do, I think we should do like a list show, uh, just strictly just of like all, just some different topics in hip hop that we can just, just, we probably can go forever on just, you know, just going back, thinking about, you know, different things in hip hop and stuff like that. But let's get into uh, my last dollar, my dude. Alright, so this week on my last daughter, the two albums that I reviewed, and I ain't gonna lie, y'all, this week was a hard choice. Like, oh, I know, I bet it was, I know, and I even one of them I haven't even heard, but I just know his where I stay. I know he, you know, he got. I just okay. I say it this way: first, you about to talk about. I like the way his his flow is just. Man, it's slick. But go ahead. Alright. So this week we got Trey the Truth album that he dropped back in I think it was June. And Met the Man the Meth Lab, which he just dropped um this past month. And like when I tell y'all that this decision was hard, Myth was pure New York. Like Meth came in purely old school New York with the flow. Like, I'm talking about like back at the, like he went back to like, like we was talking about the Rockwaller. Yo, it's like the whole album was that. Man, yeah, Meth Lab, man, it was like boys on that, on that album. It was like, I I kid you not, like some artists on that I probably don't, I'm I'm not aware of or whatever. But I'm pretty sure majority of them boys are from from New York, and it sound these boys like spitting like straight on the block. I'm like, this is like you hear this is like this is straight up New York for real. And Trade the Truth's album, it was purely Houston, Texas. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hands down, that's all I can say about it. It was purely Houston, Texas, straight Southern. You know, yeah, that's and, and you know, with Trey, man, like his flow is just like I'm just like with for example with Trey the Truth, I'm surprised that he's not, you know, a lot more popular and highest he is in relation to because he's been doing it for a long, long time. And yeah. I know he had, I know on top of that, for those who are from Houston, everybody knows about his situation. That reason why he got he basically got banned on Houston radio from one of the radio stations here, which is the reason why he went to, he went to work out of Atlanta and how he got the deal and got on with Grand Hustle, stuff like that. But, you know, back to his, but trades flow, man, is just, it's slick, but it's like he, the way he flows, is kind of like, man, you've been, if you run up on this dude, man, you've been not mess with him. Right, that's, that's exactly what how he raps, man. It's like you, you know, you better not step to him, step to him the wrong way. Right. So when it comes down to it, I had to go with meth. If I had to spend my last dollar between the two, I went on with Method Man, and it's because I'm a like you said, I'm an old school head, and it was more classic to me. Not shaking nothing away from Trey. I'm, I swear I'm not taking nothing away from him. I just was feeling meth album a little bit more. I mean, when I say a little bit more, I'm talking about uh, it's a minute gap. 
in between them. So, you know, though that's what I would spend my last dollar on. So, man, um, it was almost a coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I can see how that – shoot, I can definitely see how that's hard. I haven't even heard the, the Truth, the Trade of Truth album. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely – I think I I think I probably, like, stumbled across it a little bit when I was, you know, on my Spotify account or whatever. But I haven't really, you know – gave it, you know, my full attention and go really go listen to it. So I'm probably, I'm definitely going to more likely check that out and, and check that out while I'm riding and listen to that. Yeah. So, All right. So we got um, this week, we got Hip Hop Legend Spotlight and this man don't really need no introduction. It's uh Biggie Smalls himself towards B.I.G. Man. Two albums. That's all he got. Two albums. You know? And I see why a lot of people from New York idolize him. My opinion, he still ain't better than Tupac. You know? But the man got flow. And when I say flow... I mean, lyrics. He was riding any beat you could put on. I looked up some inf- some videos of him freestyling in radio stations. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. And I know they were freestyles because he was looking at and pointing at people rapping about them. You know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't nothing he had pre-written. You know, some folks want to get up and say they freestyle. But a lot of that stuff be pre-written, just stuff they got in my head. No, nah, this man was pointing that stuff, calling folks' name out that was standing around him. And, I mean, you know, you got Ready to Die, which got so many classic hits on it, like Juicy, Biggie, Give Me One More Chance, you know, Who Shot You, all that. Ready to Die, I mean, uh, Life After Death, More Money, More Problems, Hypnotize. Yeah, Man, this is, he yeah, he just like freaking hit after hit, freaking who shot your greatest greatest diss track of all time. If you're trying to you beefing with somebody in the game, who shot you is the is the is the blueprint to how to make a diss record. I'm telling you, man. Then he was married to like a fine chick, which is faith evidence, and had a bad girlfriend. At the time, which is Lil' Kim. And, you know, he basically mentored Lil' Kim into rapping. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I don't know, man. I see where Fab get his flow from, where Jay get his flow from. You know, he... And and honestly, y'all, Biggie is one of the most bidden rappers of all times. Whether y'all want to say it or not, Jay Z didn't bid so many big lines. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, he bid these. That yeah, a lot of people take. Shoot, speaking of freaking Meek Mills, bit off bought bit off of Biggie in that song that he has with Nicki Minaj is out right now. Yeah, and it, it's sad, man. But you know, that's only a testament to the type of artist that he was. And you know, in my opinion, um, it can be seen as respect. But it can also be seen as, you know, 
When yeah. Big died, a lot of New York rappers wanted to take his place. Yeah. They wanted to, they 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 wanted to be the king of New York. The only one that was, has been successful and has gotten their throne, I believe, is Jay Z. I felt like Nas could have did it, but that's why Jay Z said he attacked Nas and made him come back out because Nas went low key after his mama died. Yeah. So you know, I mean. Big is just one of those artists, and I, I'm like you, royalty. It took me getting older to really appreciate his music. Yeah. For sure. So you know, you got to listen to it, and it's like I can relate to a lot of songs in it. So you know, and he wasn't trying to stunt and be something he wouldn't. You know, everybody knew he was big. Everybody knew he had a cock eye. Everybody knew he, he also knew he was ugly. That's yeah, something yeah. too, so he acknowledged the fact. Yeah. And he, he put it all out there for you. <laughs> exactly. He laid it all on the line and um that's what make him a hip hop legend to me. So yeah, shouts definitely, out. Definitely that man, definitely that. Shouts out to the notorious B, aka Christopher Wallace. May you rest in peace, sir. All right, man. So again, y'all. Um, pay homage to those like a Biggie, like a Tupac. If you don't, if you, you know, if you are one of the fans of, let's say, a Tupac, but you like, oh, you know, man, Tupac was better than him, go, go take that chance. It ain't going to hurt you to go listen to, you know, to an old Biggie record and see what everybody was talking about when it came, when it came to Biggie. That's what that's why I ended up making them making the mistake here and I was really amazed at the the talent and the technique and the how gifted, you know, Biggie was. So definitely do that. All right, man. So we got another one in the books. Um again, guys, make sure you guys go download the hip hop rejects through Podbean. Stitcher Radio, iTunes. Make sure you guys write us reviews. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. Um, just continue to support support the rejects. We'll continue to give you guys hotness every week like we always do. Yep. We're going to be here for that. So, you know, y'all be blessed, man. Y'all keep taking in this hip-hop culture because hip-hop has will and will continue to change the world because whether the people want to admit it or not, hip-hop influence everyday life all around the world. Amen to that. To all the people and we that out. lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter and all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. 
Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick Capri Funk, Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Ski I'm blowing up like you thought I would Call a crib, same number, same hood It's all good uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga uh. You 